Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the radio program, Today's Issues on American Family Radio. If you want to send us an email, comments at AFR.net is the address, comments at AFR.net. American Family Radio is what you're listening to. I'm Tim with Ed, and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. Steve, so you talked to a Ukrainian pastor? I did. I, I just started calling around. I, you can Google Ukrainian churches or churches in Ukraine, and uh, some of them had this phone numbers. This is how you got this interview? Yeah. Some of them had phone numbers, and I called around until I found somebody that spoke English. Uh, a pastor that spoke English. Um, uh, you're getting the bill for the international call, by the way, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Several of them. <laughs> that, hey, by the way, Ray Pritchard knows some folks over there. Right. Get, get, I get, did. I asked him, and um, I, he's. Uh, what did he say? He says he's in the middle of. He. he I don't think he had the. The he w- wasn't around the contact information to send me at the time. Uh, he's he's off. Hey, by of the way, office. if people listening right now want to send us an email. About maybe somebody to talk to in the Ukraine. Absolutely. Uh, just send it to that address I mentioned, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. We'll be very glad to follow up with that. Yeah, but go ahead. Who did you who did you end so up talking to? I ended up finding a pastor, Ivan Bespalov, B-E-S-P-A-L-O-V. He's pastor of Holy Trinity Presbyterian Church in Kiev. So as I was speaking with him yesterday, his, the troops were bearing down on him. You, he's soft-spoken. Uh, and he's got a, the accent is thick. You need to listen. I have a, I have transcribed the whole thing so we can talk about what he said. And if you can't catch when it, when did you talk to him yesterday, probably about two o'clock yesterday. Did afternoon. you just call the church and he answered the phone? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what did it, he, it was, t- it was almost 10 o'clock at night there. It, it might, it, it might've been, uh, you know, pastor the, it's not like they have, a huge like Sundays off or Mondays off here, you know, um, but not his cell phone, just the landline to the church. Whatever the whatever the web page okay. uh, gave me, okay. I dialed that, and uh, I had I actually found several pastors or people in, but none of uh, many of them didn't speak English. Oh, so are we about to hear your interview with him? Well, we're going to post my whole interview with him at afn.net. Um, I'm going to make sure that that's. Cleaned up AFN.net? AFN.net. That's our American Family News News Okay, so what are we about to hear? Just, uh, I asked him some questions. So I have two cuts. Uh, One is him talking about an update, how things are going in Kiev, and uh, what... uh, This is 24 hours ago, roughly. A little less than, yeah. And then the second is about uh, how he would like Americans to pray. Let's listen to cut eight. This is an update on how things are going in Kiev and what's been happening uh, there. So cut eight. Many people left Kiev when it was possible to leave. Now it's it's really difficult because the city is almost besieged. But still, a significant number of the church members remains. Uh, most members, uh, they are involved in providing shelters and uh, food, clothes, uh, supporting those who fight. Uh, some men, uh, they decided to take uh, arms uh, 
by arms in their hand to to protect the city. The city is ready to to fight. It seems like it's it's a nightmare. People wanted to wake up. But on the fifth day, you sort of get used to it and you understand that now it is your life. And you have to survive in this kind of circumstance. The morale of people is very, very high, even though there is a lot of anxiety of, uh, of what's, what's in the future. The leaders trust in the Lord. They understand that they are safe in the hands of their Savior. So, yeah, did, was that clear enough to everybody? Um, I, I'm, raise your hands out there in Radio Land if you didn't understand. <laughs> um, but it, the accent was hard. But basically he was saying that uh, uh, people left when they could. Now it's hard to leave. A lot of the people in his church uh, are um, helping where they can, uh, you know, giving support to the people that are leaving. Some took up, took up arms. We, we heard that they were giving arms away free if anybody would take them to defend the country. And I asked him, what his church's position was or what he said about that. And he said, it's just up to each individual conscience. Right. He wasn't going to judge people for doing it or for not doing it. Um, right. um, and uh, then he said that, um, he said when it first started, he said it was, it was like uh, living in a nightmare. He said uh, people wanted to wake up, but on the fifth day or so, you get used to it. You understand that this is now your life. You have to survive. And, um, and then he said at the end, he said, believers trust in the Lord. They understand that they are safe in the hands of their Savior. Yep. So then I asked him um, how uh, it, it, are people rallying to the gospel because of the stress? You know, we see it here when right. after 9-11, the churches were full and after right. Katrina. Um, well, th- how are things going there? 500,000 people have left Ukraine, uh, many of them from Kiev. So... A lot of his people aren't there, but uh, he held a uh, service online, uh, a Zoom call type service on Sunday, had great uh, participation. And then um, this is what he said about the uh, spiritual uh, life of Ukraine and how he would like Americans to pray, cut nine. It's hard to imagine such a hunger for the Word of God, for spiritual support during the uh, peaceful life. But now, yes, people turn their eyes to the Lord, significant part of the day. They're very grateful for your prayer support and for the pressure you're putting on your government to uh, to support Ukraine, to stop this war. Pray for Ukrainian soldiers and also pray for Russian soldiers that they would understand that they are misled, that they are deceived for Russian administration to repent and admit their wicked plans. Admit their evil plans. Yeah. No fat chance of that. Well, it's true. Well, individual individual soldiers might, but Putin certainly isn't. No. Uh, Yeah, by that I meant... But I don't know... By that I meant the idea that Putin's going to admit that what he's doing is evil. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's uh, that's kind of a that's heartbreaking. I, I you know I served as for many years as a pastor and in the pastorate for thirty something years, and you care about your flock, you care about your people, and you care about your neighbors. And if God's working in your life, you can even love your enemies. You don't have to 
uh, you know, condone what they're doing, obviously, but um, he sounds like his heart is with his sheep. That's I, I, I just I just don't know what that would be like. I've never been through a situation like that where, you know, your people, family, friends, people you've been going to church with. I mean, right. the list, uh, just talk, speaking right now to the folks who are out there listening, the people you go to church with every Sunday, you, you see during the week or whatever, to not know if they're all all right. Are they all alive? Some of them have left. Will will you see them again? I mean, do people have enough food? That's not something that we've experienced here in America. The, probably some local areas like Katrina and things like that during tragedies, tornadoes, and what have you. Yeah. But this is a whole different thing. I spoke with Dr. Robert Jeffers, who's a friend of um, American Family Association, and um, asked him, you guys know what an imprecatory prayer is? Yes, imprecatory psalms. A psalms, yeah. right? Uh, I don't, should I say yes or no? I, I really don't, but I don't want to be like... <laughs> You know, behind Ed over here going, no, I, I, it's I a no, theological term. It's you a know theolo- what it is. It's just a theological, it's a theological term. term that, uh, and Ed's a pastor. It means if you want to pray God's wrath on somebody. Like those Psalms where David says, Lord, you know, shatter the teeth of the wicked, make, make you know, okay, hunt I got them down. You. That's, yeah. called, that's called a what? Imprecatory prayer. See, I went to seminary, right, so I know these things. Right, Steve, <laughs> I, want uh, you- I, I tell you what, Steve, if you could spell that <laughs> oh, by yeah. your lunch. Don't look at it. No, 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 no. Imprecatory. I am P-R-E-C-A-T-O-R-Y. Is that right? That's right. You you know the answer yeah. to that? You, you have to buy Are you lunch. guys teaming up on me? Cause no, the, I, I, you didn't offer him my okay. lunch. You offered him right. by Steve's. I, I was Steve lunch. Woo-hoo. Okay, Steve. Well, anyway, this is what McDonald's, Robert... Wendy's, you pick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dollar menu only. Yeah. That's right. This is uh, how uh, Dr. Jeffers thought it would be appropriate to pray for what's going on there. Cut 10. Most Christians are seeing this for what it is. This is pure, unadulterated evil. Uh, but the uh, good news is Vladimir Putin's evil is no match for God's sovereignty. We need to pray for God's grace on the Ukrainians, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. And I think it's all right to pray for God's wrath and judgment against uh, the Russian aggressors. Uh, it's okay to pray for a few more of those planes to fall out of the sky like they've been doing. Yeah. What about that theology, Ed? Do you agree with uh, Brother Robert there? Uh- <laughs> Well, I, listen, I, I, as long as you pray that the Russian pilots get saved on the way down, I'm I'm good with it. <laughs> a visitation from the angel. That's right. You're going to die in a few minutes. Yeah. It's time to get you right have, with you God. You have 30 seconds. You better get right with Jesus. No, seriously. Uh, I mean, no, I, 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 Robert's being serious there. Well, listen, uh, let, me, let me just make it personal, okay? I have weapons at home if someone were to break in and threaten to harm my wife or daughter i i would with a with a heavy heart i would shoot to kill okay that's to protect my loved ones my heart would be heavy i don't want to send anyone to hell so you don't want to kill anybody i don't want to kill anybody so if if someone's attacking your country you, your military, you're They've praying. invaded. They invaded. Your military is defending, and by defending, I mean they are killing invading soldiers. Then I don't see anything wrong with what Pastor Jeffress said. Note to self, Ed's big screen yeah. TV is not worth it. 
I don't have a big well, screen. Yeah. TV. Well, so it, it, but it's not worth it. Believe me, the TV I, also, I have. We don't. We hardly ever. We I, I, just, just I so, just why so I know, just why so I explain myself. My wife and I watch. We have our iPads. I watch hockey on my iPads. She watches whatever. So we that's rarely what, watch. That's what people do. Have been married for forty years, right? <laughs> We rarely, unless the grandkids are over, we don't watch our TV. It's a 36 you inch or whatever. Second yeah. note to self yeah. remind Ed that you're coming over to deliver his TV before you get in the house. If you come to my house uh, and try to do it. But what you guys you're watch saying. stuff together. Yeah. You and Allison. Yeah. 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 We do. We watch stuff together. I do have my iPad out because yeah. I like, I'm a news junkie. So yeah. I'm looking for. Oh, believe me, I know. For, oh, 1130 you know, at yeah. night, I get a text from yeah, Tim. Hey, read this article. I know. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, she bought she bought one of those AR fifteens. Um, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Who, who are you talking about? My wife. Oh, Alice. No, she's she's good to she's go. Well trained. Yes, she is. So uh, <laughs> I told her I'm not big on guns. My sons yeah, are. Right. And my dad had a pistol when we were, but he wasn't a hunter. So right. But so I told her. Good to go. I told she's... her, you know, you you get the AR. If they come by our house. Talking about Red Dawn, yeah, <laughs> right, Red Dawn. <laughs> then, we're, then she she will be prepared. And some you don't you know what I'm saying? She's she's if uh, the Ruskies start messing with her garden in our yard, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be ugly. It's going to get imprecatory. Yeah, So I told her, uh, I told her you get your AR out, and I'll get my seven iron, <laughs> and one way or another. The invaders will. You're going to clean will, up the mess. We'll pay. I don't know <laughs> yeah, where we're going to bury them all, but <laughs> anyway, it's. Uh, but to, we're having a little fun with this. It's not a funny situation. I understand. Right. Uh, completely uh, not funny uh, what's going on in Ukraine. But but to your point earlier that uh, people have a right in the Bible. The Bible teaches that we have a right to defend ourselves against, uh, especially if they're going to somebody's going to harm your family. Right. Uh, that's what I believe. No, is that what you believe? Or you th- is, that's been a biblical principle. Yes, for no, that's that, that's right. Catholic, that's, Catholic, and Protestant teaching, correct? Yeah, and uh, now Quakers would probably disagree, but the the, the majority of the the Christian faith over the last two thousand years believe that you have a right to defend yourself and your loved ones. You know, if if look, if somebody, if 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 I was sure that you know out on uh, on the street. All they wanted was my wallet. I'm giving them my wallet. I'm not going to kill someone over money. I mean, I'm just, I'm not inviting it. I'm just saying if they, if they want my wallet, they, they can have it. And I'll, I'll pray for them on the spot. Right, but if right. you're going to harm my family, you're going to die or one of us will. Or you're going to, yeah, right. Well, um, all right, you're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. Steve has other stories. Yeah, let's get to something a little less uh, serious. Our uh, our country, you know, you heard, and this is kind of serious, but you heard that uh, Vladimir Putin has escalated his nuclear uh, position. He wants to kind of scare the West into thinking he might go off and everything. Well, the uh, there's a website that's called ready.gov. Ready is a national public service ad campaign designed to educate, empower Americans to prepare for and respond to emergencies, including natural and man-made disasters. This is a government-sponsored get-ready campaign. 
and they are telling you how to get ready for a nuclear explosion. They say it can cause significant damage, nuclear explosions can, and the casualties from the blast, heat, and radiation. But you can't keep your family safe by knowing what to do and being prepared. They don't say to get under the desk, but they do say get inside the nearest building, remove, uh, remove all the contaminated clothing, wipe off or wash unprotected skin. Go to the basement in the middle of the building. This is kind of like the tornado thing on right. steroids. Go to a basement or in the middle of a building. Stay away from the outer walls and roof. And this is especially important. Try to maintain at least six feet of distance between yourself and people who are not part of your household. And if possible, wear a mask while you're sheltering this from a nuclear federal bomb. Government. This is our federal government. Uh, you're making that up. Here Where it, is that? Here Where it is. is. Huh? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. This is from who, who, who put this out? The federal government. on Is it help.gov there? I said it at the top of that page. Ready.gov. Ready.gov. Yeah. So there, there is so so in the event of the possibility of a nuclear explosion, if you don't have a desk, a school desk to get under, like you did in the '60s to protect yourself, at least wear a mask. Get down in a basement, but maintain social distancing because can you find COVID- out, Steve? Excuse me, for, I'm sorry, I, no. inter- I interrupted. I was just going to say because COVID is going to be your biggest problem, yeah. right? All right, w- w- you do one favor for me, yes, sir. Will you double check this between now and tomorrow and make sure this is actually. I, I went to you the did? ready.gov website and downloaded that myself. You can go there. It's a real it's a real website. I and will so do it again if you want. means it's federal it's government. It's federal government. Go type in. you got a computer in front of you. Type in ready.gov. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll find it right there. You know what? I could have written this. Yeah. You, know, you know what I would have wrote? You know what I would have wrote? What? Is, wrote, is that correct I, English? You know what I would have written? Written, but yeah. But you're in the South, so what would your An wrote? official website of the United States government. That's what it says. Is yep. that what it says? Yep. And then if you go okay. to make a plan, I think it's on, under make a plan. I think it has something about, nu- it might have something about nuclear. Are you all looking it up right now? Is, yeah. this, yeah. a, is this an internet party? Can I come over here and <laughs> go, see what go, you got maybe going Maybe go down on? To the, on the main page because it, it uh, was fairly easy to find here. Oh. Letting, Letting n- prepare n- kids for disasters. Okay, I can't, I can't find not, it. We don't, we're yeah, boring our funny. listeners, but it's on the site. No. Quit laughing. What, are you, what is he looking for, Steve? I'm looking with him. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll go there with you, folks. It's R-E-A-D-Y Okay, so he's clicking on make a plan. What, what are you clicking on now? All right, I there, got it. It's under disasters and emergencies. Okay, where are you going down to? Nuclear holocaust? Nuclear explosion. Okay, go to that one. Okay, there's a nuke going off. It's got a picture. Nuclear explosion. Get inside. Stay inside. There it is right there. Go to the basement or middle of the building. Stay away from the outer walls. Try to maintain a distance of at least, at least six feet between yourself and people who are not part of your household. If possible, wear a mask. It really says that. Steve, Steve's right not there. making this up. He's not making this up. This is not Ready, the battle Ready dot what? Ready dot gov. Okay, listen. <laughs> I could have simplified this for these people. <laughs> I don't know what committee came up with that language, but under under the uh, if you if you would have clicked on my version of nuclear explosion, yes, I'd have just said good luck. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's right. <laughs> huh? Yep. I, I got something for you for a tornado or flooding. Yes. Or even an earthquake. You got a nuclear explosion lands on top of your house. Yeah. Then you it, see you in heaven. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Or at least go down into your basement and get right with God. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, because you're going to meet now. Them. If you're if you're uh, Indiana Jones, on the other hand, you can crawl inside a uh, refrigerator. Yeah, and seal yourself off, and that way you can be protected from a. Did nuclear... he do that in, in a nuclear? Explosion? It was the last. I watched. We Allison and I watched that the other day. It was the last Indiana Jones, the number four, which they never should have made. That was a weird one. Number two and four. Were not, or yeah. Something? Do not mess Spaceship. with a. Do not mess with a franchise. Right. No kidding. Like Indiana Jones, one, two, and three. The Last Crusade should have been the Last Crusade. That's right. It but was no, good. but no, was they good. get no. They got to make Sean Connery. Twenty seven. <laughs> Junior. Yeah, seventeen years or whenever they got to make more money. Uh, yeah. So they make a uh, a that movie was, that, that was bizarre. A movie that tarnishes the. Uh, so I I, I saw it one time and never well, went back. It's, to, it's a scene. He got in, I don't even remember. It's a scene in there where he goes into a town. Setting is like the nineteen. 40s or 50s and he goes into a town in nevada that's supposed to be a testing site for nuclear bombs yeah and so they a nuclear bomb goes off in um the town which is made up of mannequins fake oh, yeah. people and he hides in a uh, refrigerator and the next scene is showing the refrigerator going flying through the Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, go and he open. Then when he gets out, he opens up the refrigerator and he's good to go. Yeah. So uh, we just spent two minutes talking about uh, something that was so ridiculous, irrelevant in the yeah. in the grand scheme of human history. <laughs> uh, next story, Steve. All right, let's just end with this. Uh, you know, Ukrainians are fighting back the best they can, and they're doing it in any way possible. I sent a, a clip, a video clip. It's a tweet to Brent. He's going to post this on our Facebook page. I showed it to both of you before, but I have the video of a Russian farmer who pulls up on a Rush. Uh, I'm sorry, a Ukrainian farmer it, with a tractor who pulls up on a Russian tank and starts dragging it away, starts stealing the tank with his tractor. And then you see in the video, you see the Russian tank driver going, rushing af- ru- running after this guy, going, whoa, whoa, my tank, my tank. <laughs> They're doing what they can, you know, with yes. what they have. <laughs> so uh, just kind of reading between the lines, uh, I'm guessing, and I don't know what kind of vehicle, it, did, it to me it didn't look like a tank, but it was some kind of mechanized unit so i think what he did he has got a gun at a 7-eleven to get a big gulp and then as he comes back out Mm-mm. the tractor's towing the I'm, I'm saying it doesn't look like a 7-eleven but it might be <laughs> maybe behind the camera That's all hey I guys can say. <laughs> uh, in, in all seriousness uh this is a a, a human tragedy unfolding uh because as pastor robert jeffress said earlier because of evil mm-hmm. in the world the Bible says that there is evil and there's good. There's God and there's the devil. Right. And what we're seeing now is evil played out uh, in by attacking innocent human beings, unprovoked, destroying their country, ruining their lives. You have half a million people displaced now. It's, I mean, it, it bring, it, it's really... I didn't want to end this program us yeah. laughing it up, hamming it up over something... Oh, uh, when we know that people need to be right. in in prayer about this situation. And, uh, yes, life goes on for us here in America. Thank God we are not, we don't experience warfare on our soil. Right. But, uh, we have many brothers and sisters across, uh, there in Ukraine who are going through life altering 
moments, hours, days, and we need to remember to pray for them. And All right, Steve, thank you. And uh, if you talk to that pastor anymore, please. Yeah, I told him I call him back every okay. so often to see okay. how things are going. Okay, Ed, thank you. All right. Uh, th- uh, thanks to Brent and Fred and Sandy. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. <laughs>